Can you believe in a finite object possessing infinite power? Or that a mineral can be proclaimed the medicine of the 21st century? Or that the power of nature can win over the ignorance of man? If you can, you will know why our mission is to get Shungite to the masses. You are entering the Shungite zone. This is the Shungite radio show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Welcome to Shungite Reality. It's June 6, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condit and Walt Silva. Mark Joseph will be joining us in a, a little bit, as will <clears throat> Jalissa at the end of the show, I guess. Okay, so we um, shall say hi to Mr. Derek. Good morning, everybody. And how are you doing? <clears throat> well, I had a huge almost pot of coffee today so i'm probably pretty good <laughs> i i got up pretty early so i drank more than i should probably should have <laughs> okay <clears throat> mark are you here oh, that's weird he morning yeah yeah just was just gonna type oh, in good morning but he made oh. it. Uh, i Everybody saw you were on the skype call but you weren't <clears throat> you just messaged me about moving the car good morning mark how are you Doing good. Thanks. Excellent. Everybody. Well, we're here. Exactly. Walt, Walt, how are you doing? Good morning, everyone. Good. Good to, good to be here with you guys. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a little bit stressed out because it rained. I'm probably one of the few people on it. Well, there's probably a lot of us that when it starts raining, we get post-traumatic stress and it started at 8 30 in the morning and it came down like oh my god i said i mean it woke me up i said oh this is not a good thing and it was just like i mean really really coming down by the time i even looked at the front of the yard it was already well i moved the car to the front of the yard because we had rain and stuff so that i don't have to maneuver so much and it's a little less deep right there at the street and uh the car was or the tires were i'm going like how 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 long do i have before this thing is going to get in the house and it thank god it didn't last more than 20 minutes in the morning but it's like it started up again and so anyway i'm a little stressed out but i think we're okay <laughs> i mean it's not like i'm in any danger of flooding it's my post-traumatic stress that's got me anyway so that's where i am but <clears throat> derek is well Actually, you guys started two conversations before we even got online. I'm going to throw it to you, Derek. Which one do you want to go with? Um, are you talking about Walt and I? What, yeah, you were uh, talking about the Vogel, and then you were talking about... What, oh, I don't know what else you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about so many things, everything from light switches. I mean, I know that's not it, the light switches. But no, we can jump into the Vogel one. We also had the fountain, if you're thinking that. The, um, the Shanghai Koi Pond oh. that has a fountain in it. And then I also shared, I'm just going through the images. So actually for the listeners um, that are making it into chat, I shared an image of a Sasquatch beanie 
um, that was gifted here yesterday when I was out. Gold, I should write that one down. So I was gold panning. Um, and we can get into that later. But so how much pyrite did you get? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And luckily, I have a lot of experience doing that with my dad doing it forever and myself as well. Yeah. And there's a ton of pyrite. And for anybody that walks out, and if you just little, you know, little tidbit of info here um, when you walk out to any creek streams rivers and you look down you see in the sand that shiny gold colored stuff that is not gold if you're seeing it on the surface like that it is pyrite which is what walt's saying um and it actually when you get it larger grows into little cube shapes uh, so it's really interesting stuff a lot of pyrite um no there's gold where i went as well uh, but i also know where to go under massive boulders and dig down deep and um and i only did one quick little pan because it was a just to be totally honest, it was kind of a, uh, a display gold pan. So it was a small one. It wasn't even one that was I was intending to use, but that's all I had on hand. Um, it kind of worked, but it was such a, a limited um, tool for that job that I just it wasn't worth doing. But yeah, no, there was gold there, just little tiny, um, not even flakes. It was just, you just think fine gold. Um, and, and these creeks and rivers around Washington, it's everywhere. Really, everybody, there's gold almost everywhere. It just depends on, you know, how much effort you can put. And so I'm going to do that locally just to add on some more where we're going to take the Mystical Wares bus out with whoever's interested to local creeks and streams. There's a couple you can just almost step off the bus and walk in. And I'm going to break you, out. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was just wondering, uh, thinking of the pyrite and the very small amounts of gold. Uh, mm -hmm. I wonder if you could use uh, magnets to separate them since gold yeah. is non-magnetic. We do, and that's what you got. So I have a magnet just for that. You put in the pan or your um, the stuff that concentrates it. Be called because I have sluices as well, and I've had gold dredges. Remember, I took a couple of dredges up to um, Nome, Alaska in 2012 on the whole Bering Sea gold thing. I don't know anybody even knew that, but yeah. So I've got experience with all, and so I'm going to bring some just water-powered sluices out there that you can lay down. And again, for those listening, it's the ones just think of metal tray usually with some. Um, different fabrics in and I'm just going quick and basic because that's not what the show is all about. Um, but there are different things in that catches the gold. Um, so I'll bring that out with whoever's interested and let them try it and some pans and I'll, I'll teach them how to use a pan and um, yeah, it's not too tough to actually find gold in, in a lot of creeks and rivers. That's and I'll go back into that later, Nancy, when Jalissa gets here, because we'll let her bring up the whole thing with the birds and the butterflies and other stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, I, I want to focus on gold for a second, sure. because um, yesterday Mark uh, and I and uh, Yasmin were, we did a, a Radio 5G pre-recorded show, and it came up, I think, in that show, Mark, that they're saying that there's going to be a, a gold rush in Canada, Canada, California, because of all the rain that they've had. And the flooding and stuff that the there's the rivers are going to be full of of uh, gold. No, I saw this on television. It was a news clip. That's what it was. And um, I also ended up. I've talked about it in a couple of shows, but I ended up watching this thing on on gold. And they were presenting it that gold is not naturally made on the face of the earth. It came in from meteorites. Is that how you know it too, Derek? No, oh no, it's, I, I mean, it can, everything's coming up meteorites probably, so it's a mix of, everything's a mix here. Um, 
been yeah, around. Yeah, but they, they, were say, they were claiming that gold is not manufactured by Mother Nature. That yeah, it comes I, I from I'd say yes, it is. I'd say, I'd say both. It's yeah, it's a transmutation of quartz. Yeah. Remember the Godfrey Ray King book where he describes how gold gets made? No, I don't. Yeah, it's uh, it's in, in it's in I forget which which I know there's several books, but uh, they were uh, he was explaining why is it that when they when they do the mining for gold, invariably and without exception, they keep finding these deposits of quartz. And there's a connection. There's a transmutation of energy between the quartz and the and the gold. And the the gold appears when the quartz is there, and uh, the the quartz gets transmuted into gold. So that that's why they that's why they, the two appear uh, constantly whenever they're whenever they're, there's mind work. There's uh there's always going to be quartz there. In fact. Um, since Derek sells stones, uh, I'm sure he's uh, found uh, the, that version of a quartz that's called rutilated quartz. It looks like it's full of uh, gold hairs. You 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 must have sell you okay. must have that in the store. That's a perfect example. All those hairs, all those filaments that you see inside, they're gold. Well, I have actually seen little flecks or, or like little nodules of gold in quartz. Uh, mm -hmm. Grab a piece right now. So I'm, I'm going to pause from you guys talk, but I'm going to walk away in the garage where I've got some snow quartz or milky quartz I collected last year in Quartzsite, Arizona myself, just climbing the mountains that has it in it. And there's I got a pile of it. I'll go grab some and get a photo and I'll get it in chat in a moment. Okay. Well, do we have to wait for him to come back? <laughs> I, no, I had, keep, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. All right. Remember, um, he can teleport, so he won't take any time at all. This is true. This is true. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Derek, Derek has days that he'll call me up and he'll say, I don't even remember what happened, but let me see if I can try. And he'll go from one weird story to another weird story, and he goes... And I'm not remembering the big ones. And I'm going, those aren't the big ones. <laughs> I mean, day after day, he has weird, weird things happen. And the last time we were talking, which was, I guess, a couple of days ago that we've got this list here that we actually wrote down this time. Um, he back, was, he, yeah, I was just telling them about how you have so many weird, weird things happening to you. And the last time that we talked, you you said to me that you know he said he 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 tell me a story and he said you know remember I thought this was all crazy just a few years ago and it happens daily one thing after another and uh, yeah because Walt commented on your ability to teleport which seems to have happened because I didn't even get through the first few few <laughs> sentences <laughs> oh my god oh yeah oh yeah. <laughs> When I, when I when say I, about unbelievable stuff, stuff again, I always, again, always from the perspective that, you know, that means anybody can do it. Um, so just realize, everybody just realize that because it is, and we'll get into some of it later in the show. Um, again, when Jalissa joins us, but yeah, it's just, just unbelievable stuff. I don't even want to get into it right now because any day, like Nancy hears some of it when I, that I get to tell her because often I'm like, well, don't really have time to tell you that. 
And then, yeah, next thing. Yeah, and I tell them, well, write that book, because, you know, because it's, it, it, I mean, I've been in this, this business from the metaphysics to the minerals for a long time. Oh, me too. And you, you have so many different things that, that are just, you know, I mean, I, I've heard the stories, but I've never heard the stories with one person on a daily basis, one after the other. You've got a magical life. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I just uh, wrote down the word meteorites, of course, too, and mentioned it because that's, remember, that's what, and I don't know if that made her a list, but those are what I was picking up um, from the, what, 1700s? I gotta look and see. Um, did when, you get the name of the meteorite? Um, no, I can message somebody. I'll do it here in a moment when we're not chatting like this. I'll message somebody in Facebook and who can take an image for me. Um, but I'm sharing the image of these smoke. It's called different things. Milky quartz, um, not smoky quartz, um, snow quartz. And these are two pieces. So I'm talking about, um, of course, the, the online chat room at CosmicReality.com for the listeners. Um, but in there is a couple of pieces I picked up. And actually, I was chatting with somebody else in uh, So Fernando in chat as well. Just really quickly, a couple comments about a rock crusher. So, And I have one. And these are what you put in it. You've been lots of types of rocks, but this is one of them. And these will contain gold. And, you know, that photo is just down and dirty thrown at my desk here. So I don't know if, what I actually zoomed in on. Um, I can see my little glass with water beads back there. That but, That's funny because I've had a lot of smoky quartz and stuff. Never realized it was real gold. Not smoky. So snow quartz or milky snow quartz, quartz snow or quartz. white quartz. Yeah. Where others would be, you know, then... Depending on the level of radiation in the environment when they were growing will, in some cases, determine what type of quartz they are. Um, so anyway, and that's and then that ties into the Vogel stuff is, I don't want to jump into that or not yet, but. Sure. Go well, yeah, go just I just wanted to say that in that program that I was watching, they said that the amount of gold that's been mined is equivalent to a football field. Uh, well, three hundred, three, three stories high. Does that make any sense to you? Because it seems like a lot more gold on the earth than than that. Uh, well, I don't think we've. Well, it's continually being made anyway. So, it's, I mean, no, I don't think we've mined a fraction of it. Walt, think, do you remember what Godfrey said about what happened? Why is it? Why does this? Why is there gold coming out of quartz? Uh. From from the passages that I remember in the book, is that he was it was, it was explaining that the deposits of quartz there there's uh, it's actually done odd uh, uh, the planet does it it's a conscious thing it's not an accidental thing it's the uh, the planet transmutes the deposits of quartz into what ends up being gold. So they, that's why they, Godfrey uh, Ray King, and, and the particular book that I read, uh, Saint Germain, and that's that's why he amassed all these. Uh, you know, he's got these caches of uh, fortunes spread out throughout the world, and a lot of all this gold, it's not even it's not man-made, uh, mined gold. It's 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 uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, transmuted gold. So the 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 work of the of the quartz 
was um, becomes gold. Uh, now she, he goes a lot into detail as to why you know they they how the energy gets transmutes the material from quartz to gold. But I, it's been so many years since I read that I don't remember every, every single detail, so I apologize for that. But if it's uh, if you have any of those Godfrey Ray King's books, uh, it's in one of the one of the chapters. Covers. I, I I do. I'll have to see which. If, I don't know. I I don't know if I've got the Saint Germain book. I had it. I don't know if I've got it. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's amazing. You can't remember exactly what it said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've got another th- another. Uh, Oh, there's a rutilated. Yeah. So you see now, those filaments. Those are gold filaments. And again, I didn't realize that. You know, it's... I just never thought it was gold. And, it didn't, that's, and I've had... I haven't seen one that good. But I certainly have seen uh, versions of it. Huh. Anyway, uh, we better not tell anybody because they might charge more for them. <laughs> Did you put those pictures up of the Vogel? They're up earlier. Scroll up a little bit. You'll see a, a um, it's actually a redwood table. I took a photo of looking down on it with a, a bunch of a set of my Vogel tools there and a, a rose quartz. That's a Shungite. Uh, that's a rose quartz spear. And then a, I don't think I'm this. I'll go look. Uh, a Shungite chunk with a copper um, tree wrapped around it. And then that cedar sasquatch foot carving down below i really wasn't trying to get that in the shot it just it was too big to avoid but anyway it's just about getting those um vogels and then i'll tell you the two to the right the smaller ones are not vogel they are well very rare and i got them from the miner himself in arkansas it's a so again we're looking at one two three four five six and yes there's a large one on the right there but that's really wasn't intended to be in the this conversation because that's just a cut, shaped, polished, clear quartz. Um, so, but on the ones that are points or on the right there are quartz. They're called they're be called Lemurian just because of certain striations in them. But on top of that, being double terminated, at least the second one in. But what you can't see unless you really zoom in are going to be what it, it's called different things in different places. Angel dust, baby crystals growing on top of that crystal because at some time during its formation. The cave, the cavern, the wherever it was being grown, and this actually I do know in this case, <clears throat> excuse me, um, churned or turned due to some process, you know, an earthquake or who knows what, for other ba- uh, crystals to fall on top and start growing. And I had a whole conversation with the miner, and he only had, I wish I had known at the time, um, he only rarely finds these things and only had a small amount of them. Um, and I actually got them all when I was there. Uh, and he hasn't had him again. I saw him last year, the same guy. And he said, nope, we haven't found him again yet. And that was he. That was and, and they call it different things, too. But he called it angel dust. Um, but that's what those are. So there's different and that's a natural one. So it's a hexagon shaped. So it's six sided. But then from there on, the four on the left are all Vogel cut from a large smoky quartz to clear quartz. And believe it or not, the third one's a citrine. So a yellow hue inside and then a, another smoky quartz and those are the four bogle i haven't used um in my ears to look at them and i was um the large one on the left is i mean there's a lot of uh, marcel Vogel. what's that 
No, I just had a quick question. When they do the the cut, do they um, determine on purpose the polarity, which end is positive, which end is positive, or or it's uh, random? They just they're just based on the texture of the crystal to decide uh, the polarity. No, I think they determine it, and I can't tell you how because. Um, you know, I'd have to go back to the website where it is. I'll explain on either Marcel Vogel's information himself or I think it's Vogel.com or .net or something. I don't remember right now um, where they're making these and replicating them off of uh, Marcel Vogel's instructions and his teachings because a lot of them were students and of his. I'm, actually, I've got the Wikipedia up. So he passed in 1991 at 73. Uh, there's a lot of information on him, um, but not just him. That means these cuts in energy, energy tools have been done by a lot of people um, since then. And okay, since let me then. let me stop you for, for mm -hmm. so this so you've got a natural crystal that you have to have certain natural crystals to make the Vogel, or you have a natural crystal that had sort of certain attributes that then you actually machine into the shape of the Vogel. Yeah, so Vogel crystals are absolutely cut. Um, into certain uh, shapes, you know, numbers of facets, and they vary. Can't get in each one because um, I'd have to go on the website and even bring all that up. But there are, and mine vary, by the way. So the the clear one, the second one from the left, I think it has twenty four. I have to go count it again. Maybe twenty four facets. It has a lot, um, where some of them have four, and they vary from there. And then there's even some with more. And but they are shaped. And as far as again, I'd have to look at their website. I'm not an expert on. But it is a, a crystal, meaning it's it's natural, of course, but they shape it a certain way. And the understanding behind, um, I'll just really quickly uh, summarize it. The, when crystals are grown in certain environments, the that affects or restricts them sometimes on the shape they grow. So in certain heats or, or radiation environments or different extremes, they'll grow different ways. And they're not able to grow in alignment with I don't know how he what term he used, but human frequency fuel. So they work fantastic being natural, but there is a way to hone them to where they more get in um, again. Oh man, that is just ringing my ears. Let me get this picture off the screen because I'm sitting here swinging my hands while I'm doing this, and that's it's like it's heightening everything in this room like massively. Um, I actually take stuff off the screen. So they're shaped a certain way, and then you use it from there. Again, I don't want to get too much into it because I'm not an expert, um, but there are videos on YouTube. I can give you links that people can listen to. They're like 15-minute videos where he'll talk about um, even a breathing exercise and what you may know about that. And I don't, again, I'm caught off guard here, so I don't know the exact term of that one either. But basically, and he called it prana, of course, uh, you could focus your breathing. So when you breathe in, there's a certain charge to the energy, the prana, the orgon. And then when it comes out, it's a different charge. And then you can focus that. And if you have the crystal, you can focus it on a person. Yeah, that's what that's why it's called. Uh, prana is actually half of the equation because it's prana and apana, depending on <laughs> depending on the direction it's it's going. So you're you're quite correct. With if the if the breath yeah. is going in or a breath going out, it's it, it, the energy changes. And it also, if these crystals are used for negative intention, members all, and I'm just speaking general here to everybody, it's a frequency. I gotta put my hands down. A frequency thing. Um, they'll release their tips. So the very tip of these. So for those that don't have the, 
the images or listen to this later um wow actually i don't even know how to describe the shape of these but they're tapered um maybe well i don't know if you, you can better describe how these things are shaped um really somebody just you know search engine it and look but well so it's sort of like a, the end of a pencil yeah okay on both sides so both sides are pointed but one is um wider or larger diameter than the other side so they're then they tapered to various varying degrees depending on the use um and the crystal um but I, I see them as tools, so I, I would say don't let anybody tell you this one's perfect for that. Uh, play with different ones and, you know, figure it out, you know, what works best for you. But they are pointed. Go ahead. Yeah. And no, I was going to say that in, in my case, I can't avoid making the wide end the positive end because what happened is that years ago when I was doing the shamanic journeys, I, I did uh, one for a lady that lives in Costa Mesa, California. Uh, where the, her guys gave me information. And I had to actually, in order to solve the issue of what they wanted to teach her, uh, she had to have two crystals. One of them was made of quartz and it was uh, eight It was eight inches long. And at, at, uh, I think it was like an inch and a half wide on the wide end. And uh, the, the other crystal was I ended up making an, a mold of this Vogel crystal, but in this case, I had to fill it with resin and uh, and, and shungite. So it was a shungite <laughs> Vogel crystal. But my situation was that it, it was funny that uh, because shungite arranges itself to the polarity of the, and the energy on the planet, the top end is always positive. <laughs> There's the only way the wider, the wider end exactly, exactly. It's always it's positive. Always positive. <laughs> so if you want to make it negative, yeah, you have to take a, a big, a, a big fat donut uh, magnet and put the opposite the polarity. So then, then you're forcing it to change its orientation because otherwise, by by its natural self, the top end would would end up being. Uh, you know, positive, which is not bad if, if you're doing it for healing work and that's what she was using it for. So, yeah, I've uh, I've also heard <laughs> what you said about the I have a uh, silicone mold Vogel shape that I poured resin into and made those as well. So Shanghai silver and I've even made it um, organite or orgone ones, uh -huh. right? You know, you've done layers and this, that and the other. And those are Actually, I got a couple things right here in my desk drawer. Those half sphere ones, Nancy, and this will bring us into the shungite. What do we want to call it? Magnetic shungite that we discovered here. I know it's not, and I'm making fun of the terms, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes. Okay. But what I'm holding here in my hand are those uh, half sphere shapes. So if I put two of these together, you'd have a full sphere. Um, and these are organ devices I've made years ago um, the different shapes that you can and there's no, of course, magnets in them. There's gold, copper. Actually, I can see everything in it and silver and, and oh, hang on. I gotta get those out of my hand. Those things will anybody, a believer or not, can hold them and start bringing them towards each other and then feel that field. And you can actually feel the toroidal field coming off of it, meaning your hand like it'll. So it's like. Back. It's like bodgy stones. You yeah, know, yeah. You must exactly. you must sell those in the store. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, these are really really powerful things. So I don't usually make them available. Um, I'm gonna separate them now. They um, but what we were, Nancy and I were just kind of really 
chatting about also was something maybe you talk about it, Nancy first the Shungite pieces or do you want me to describe what we found uh, well yeah he's got two uh like mm -hmm. a half disc thing of Shungite not a you know not a thick disc just a, like a, a part, portion of it getting the round and so so you get it in your head and what were they about three inches or two inches I mean I can I have what's gonna ring some ears uh, I'll take a photo of them right now and get them up in chat. Um, so one's three inches, one's probably two and a half inches. I found that having two different sizes works a little bit different. Um, what's really hard to do because you can't really tell the difference in what's going on here. I'll flip one right side up. But anyway, I'll get these things in chat. Here. So he sends me a, a video. Well, if he said he first the first message I got was the impossible has happened. Shungite is now has magnetism and I was like first off there's not anything in the universe that is impossible it's impossible that there is not that something's impossible because it's, that's just the way we're, that's where we live so then I'm going okay and then a little bit later he sends me a video that is showing I guess it was uh, Olivia just had the two together and when when you pull them apart you put the bases together and when you pull them apart you can feel the magnetism you can see the 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 bottom one wants to hold on to the top one for an instant and then falls so there's something happening that's a uh attraction let me put it to you that way well and oh. let me let me just yeah sure this out so um the 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 concept of it he, he, why they found out this out was that when olivia took some out of a the batch of them she they they were grabbing she felt it she saw it and she said something to to uh derek and derek's so funny he said just show me i'm not going to touch anything just show me <laughs> and so they did and the video I wish we could give you the videos but we can't so maybe I'll figure it out but anyway it's not it's not something that's so much visually apparent it was the uh, feeling of it you know you know how it's felt so I take a little gander and kind of look into the etheric what am I seeing here what am I actually seeing here and I felt that it was not magnetism per se I actually said do you is it magnetism or is it suction because it felt more like a like a suction than it than a magnetism to me is the feel of the fullering remember the photos that i sent you that i took with the shungite powder on how the magnet actually did a drawing on the on the rubber so the 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 shungite powder adjusted okay. itself All right. let, me, let me lay this out okay he sends me a photograph and he's doing shungite rubber and he has the rubber uh it's liquid he pours it into cookie a cookie uh platter you know where the pan cookie pan and but for some reason <laughs> he put it on a huge magnet like it was a it was a ceramic it was six it was a good seemed like six inches it's, of a, it's a ceramic magnet, magnet yes okay and it you could see this 
like the shungite had been attracted to it to a point that you could actually see the magnet. That's why I knew the, the size of the magnet. And I, I looked at this. Now, I remember I mean, something's coming back to me at the time that you showed me this, Mark, uh, Mark, uh, Walt. When you showed it to me, I said to you, I didn't think magnetism. I said, is that the flow of orgon? Is it was it the orgon flowing? Because Shanghai's not magnetism. But I did mention orgon. If I don't know if you remember that. Um, so yep, because that, what I, what I found with the magnets is, is that that's what the magnets attract. They attract the fullerene rich par particles of the shungite, where because shungite is non-magnetic. No matter what you do, there's no way to attract it. But I found that when you uh, uh, so, uh, what do you call it? When you mix silene and shungite powder, and and the, the the silene actually makes the particles separate. When you bring approach a magnetic field, all the particles that are richer in in, in fullerenes they get attracted to that. The 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 fullerene rich rich particles are attracted to the magnetic field. Oh. Even though it's not magnetic, they're attracted to the field. So that's that's how I, I ended up using a magnet to get fullerene-rich uh, powder to make uh, the, uh, the the Shungite uh, tattoo ink because I was only using the particles that were attracted to the magnet, not the others. So I had to use silene as a suspension medium in order to, to get them the the fullerene rich particles of the uh, powder what do you what are you saying S saline or what what is uh, no, that no it's uh it uh, you can buy it on any hardware store saline it's x y l e n e it's a it's a solvent it's a low powered soil solvent it's used for um uh, uh, like paint projects it's not as strong as uh acetone but the silene is what what happens when you try to use shungite powder. It, it it's constantly it, it's clumps. It's like making uh, what do you call it gravy, <laughs> and uh, and and the flour you get you get clumps because the flour kind of clumps together. And that's the, one of the problems that the shungite powder has when you when I was using the, when I was making the 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 first batches of the shungite. Uh, Robert, that's the problem. The problem that I found is I was getting all these clumps of the shungite. So when I use silene, silene changes the it affects the the charge of of the of the um, energy attracting the particles. So instead of them clumping together, now they repel each other and they become loose. So I was using silene in order to get that to get the uh, the, the the loosening effect so that I would get the particles that were rich in fullerenes. But but something, but not a magnetic wave was so strong that it overrode <laughs> that tendency, that chemical tendency to be able to take all of the 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 ones that had the C60 in them and make the image. I mean, it was the image yeah. of the field of the magnet. So what 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 was that? Is it orgon? 
uh, it has to be a, a field that's it's natural to the fullerene. I think that's 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 it's the fullerene that's doing it. And rem remember each when you're looking yes, at yes, but fullerene, it's but it's following the fullerene is following a particular image. You know, it has to be an energy image. So if it's not mag, is it magnetism that it's seeing that the fullerene is seeing and being attracted to, or is it something else? I'm not going to swear because I'm not a hundred percent sure. But whatever it is, it's uh, the magnet. It, it attracts the magnetic. Either the magnetic field attracts it, or the <laughs> the fullerene attracts the magnetic field. But it's very interesting uh, because you you can see how they follow each other. Well, okay. look at budgie stones. Budgie stones are the same way. They they attract each other, and yet they're non-magnetic. They're not made of iron. Have you seen budgie stones? They look like little flying saucers. They were no. uh, in a particular found you in mean, a specific. No, you, you mean the big ones? They look like a, a, a like flying saucers, like yeah, like they're rocky. They look like a rock, but when you look at it, the shape of it is very yeah. definite. And they attract each other, and yet they're non-magnetic at all. <laughs> and one is always male, one is always female. That's why they sell them in pairs. Geez, I've got a few of them around the house. I don't think they're together, though. I'll have to, next time I see one, I'm going to grab, make a, <laughs> see what, you know. Um, yes, you see the, uh, in chat, oh. the image I shared, right? Okay. And there's a movie of Olivia holding two together, but I'll tell you, I have two in my hands. So, in the image, not the video, you'll see two shungite palm stones and then or ovals and then a bag of our three hexagon shaped orgone devices. I think there's even a B on that one. So what's going on is in our our back stock room. So when people buy online, we happen to have a batch of, I don't know, maybe 50 of these shungite ovals or palm stones in a container sitting right next to several dozen of those organite devices, uh, Shanghai organ devices, I think we call them. Didn't give any thought to it. Olivia went back there, grabbed a couple of these uh, ovals, Shanghai ovals from there for an order, and then one they stuck together, and that's what first grabbed her attention. And then she pulled them out of the bin, it's called, put them in her hand, and I got two right here with me. Um, and then she realized it and I wasn't even there at the time it was happening. It was like in the morning or something that day I was gone or who knows, but I wasn't there. That thing just moved. Um, she took it up front, showed it to uh, one of our cashiers. Same thing to her. They could feel it. <clears throat> so, for example, right now in my hand, I've got those two that are in that image. And I have one laying down in the palm of my hand because I was trying to figure out how can you tell if, well, you know, I can feel all kinds of energy things, but it's hard to differentiate between that or physical. So what I did was. Uh, I stuck one I'm doing right now in my hand, in the palm, and I have the other one in my other hand. I'm lowering it down next to it, and I can feel, without touching, the push of the one in my palm physically in my hand as well. And I just it just occurred to me just while you guys were chatting on how to do that, because I can sit here and hold them and push them together and feel the energy field in there um, and things like that. But then, you know, I think, well, come on, am I just doing my woo-woo stuff and feeling it, you know, just to have fun with it? You know, so I wanted some way where I could actually see maybe my hand moving, and that is happening, by the way. So, and that's why I was kind of saying that. And now, I, let me let me but, get the image here. You, so you've got them, and you, you got your palms up, and you've got the one in one and one in the other. No, I've got so my left hand's out right here, and I got a 
one of them in my hand and I'm just holding the other palm or the uh, oval and bring it down on top of the one in my left hand. That's just okay. Is your, hand, is your hand behind? I mean, your palm is 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 holding this, so it's, your palm is between them. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, on the palm of my hand. So you can feel the change in your hand based on the energy field. Yeah, and it's not touching. Absolutely, you can feel it. And when you hold them, and it's not a speed thing. Like the quick video I put up there as well. Yes, there's always a degree when something's yanked quickly for that. I'll just say pocket of air to break. There's lots of moving parts to that whole thing. But, and, and that was not a great video. It was just down and dirty trying to get something. But like right now my in my office, I've got a, one of them. They're just stacked on top of each other right here on my desk. And I'm slowly, not some speed thing, picking it. Uh, you didn't, shoot, I wonder if that was a microphone. I'll try and do it again and see if it comes across. It literally, and I did it very slowly, picked up the piece of Shanghai under it. And it just, you could hear it because it drops back on the desk. I'll try and do it again. Did that come yep. across? Yep, 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 yep. There we go. And it just, and I'm like, I'm not zapping it. It's not in my palm. So it's not crazy there, zapping it with his energy. It's, I'm literally on the desk and I'm going to move aside. Um, but I don't know what to tell you. And that's, and then, um, I'm just guessing, you know, and the first thing that occurred to me, which we can also say is intuition, um, was the Organite devices sitting next to it. So we tested, I don't know, a dozen or two of these things. I grabbed them all, brought them up. She actually just, I muted the, um, radio just a second ago and Olivia brought them into me because um, they're out there. They're, they're going out in these orders. So some people are getting some special ones, but it straight up did that. Uh, oh, and then when I feel it, so each hand, so now I'll hold each of these um, Shungite ovals. I think we sell like 10 bucks online and I bring them together now. So they're both in just my fingers. I'm bringing them together. I can feel like two magnets that, that push or pull, depending on how you hold a magnet. That energy field straight up is happening to these 100%. And when I follow it, it's a toroidal one around this. And then again, that's probably a Walt thing to answer, but it, that's the energy field this shape of Shungite is making. And but straight up, I'm going to use the word <laughs> magnetic because that's the the feeling we would all um, imagine when we're feeling these these energies is stronger than hundreds of times stronger than normal. And I don't, I don't know what else uh <clears throat> to attribute it to other than being in the organized devices well, so that's something that's just a random thing one day there was another half dozen crazy things that day that we did um but that made it to our list he's got an alarm going off or something no i'm sorry oh i don't care it's it <laughs> better than my alarm sounds like um and then Images. I want to make sure I talk about everything I shared up there. I think we did, and then wait I shared. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to talk about what we're looking at here because this, this is fundamentally a very. We don't have to do it on on the on the the show now, but you guys got to think about this, because if you got this ability to to change to create an, a secondary energy field because of what the two fields you're using. My 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 gut's telling me that that this can be used to to generate power. You know what what's in a what's in a in a the generator thing? What do they call it in in a in an electric engine? The thing that starts it all, isn't it the rotation of the magnet? Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, isn't it a magnet inside a copper core? Are you talking about an alternator? 
Well, no, the old man. No, no. no. Mark, where's, where's Walt? Yeah. Is he muted? He was... I'm not muted. I'm just listening to what you're saying. No, but what, what, are, we, what are we talking about, Walt? What, uh, what generates the uh, Faraday's original thingy-mahicky? Okay, when, if we're looking at an electrical generator, okay, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be one of two. Uh, you're going to have a, a magnet rotating inside a, a coil winding, or you're the opposite way. You're going to have a coil winding rotating inside a static magnet. In, in any case, you're, uh, this, the effect is the same. You have a magnetic field that's rotating, uh, and because the magnetic field is rotating, you're causing the charges in, a, in an electrical winding to move. So that, that that's how you generate electricity. Okay, uh, now remember, we don't know what electricity is. Exactly. Okay, we will. <clears throat> we can give you names. We can tell you what these things are doing. Well, the, the other thing to keep in mind is that we deal with like the primitive, the most primitive form of energy there is with electricity. Because when you're looking at a very advanced civilization, they don't use electricity. They don't need to. We are the we are the cavemen that are using electricity. <laughs> well, figure out figure out how to, how to get this to generate electricity, and you've got perpetual. You just gotta now. Now the other thing that I asked Derek was, okay, Derek, are, have all the Shanghai are, are all the Shanghai exhibiting this phenomena? And it was only the ones that were next to the Oregon night devices, correct, Derek? Yeah, yeah, that was it. Because I had some in the back room that that didn't do it, so it's just the ones that were next to it. And I, there were other there were Merkabas, Merkabas, Merkabas. I'm not sure how to say it. Um, shaped shungite card pieces there as well, but those due to the shape just don't you know adhere together as well. So I couldn't really tell if it had an effect on other shapes that were around there. But yeah, no, the back room areas where we have ovals as well, those ones were not affected. I mean, Shanghai does everything else we've ever asked it to do. Why can't we make a perpetual energy machine just based on Shanghai rotating that's been juiced with an organite field that we don't know either what that is? Well, if, yeah, if you let us know that it's okay to go ahead and do it, then I'm, I'm sure we can do it. But... Uh... That's uh, in, right. In, in this, if the cabal is still in business, I'm not going to make anything like that. I don't want to get killed. <laughs> you're a human being. You're so dangerous to them. I'm sure I, I get surprised when we're not all dead. <laughs> you know, but we're not, and we're not going to be. You know, we don't get the, we don't get information that that can change the world as we did with Shanghai. Um, except that we were very protected, and you guys, you know, one of the reasons well, we run under the, the the radar. You don't even need anything fancy like this. You look at the work uh, of a uh, stubble field. All he did is uh, he he made up two two coils, one one inside the other, of different windings. He went out into the field, made a hole in the ground, stuck the coil in the ground, covered it with soil. And voila, he had a electricity. He was able to he was able to run appliances. Uh, he was able to communicate with 
to other places by having another coil uh, miles down the road. The problem was that uh, he was it was making it was like very uh, very low end Tesla in the sense that he was able to get all this free electricity and that's no good for the power company. You're you're stealing something from us, you know. So What's that's his name again. Stubble Stubblefield. I think he his work was in the twenties. When I've heard his name before. Yeah. And uh, he was able to get free electricity. He didn't pay anybody a cent. That, that that's no good for the powers that be. Well, this is why. <coughs> see, it, the the beauty <coughs> the beauty of you is that I get you to tell all your secrets <laughs> on international radio. You know, the the best way of stay of staying alive is to let everybody else know the energy, the same information. So if Walt yeah, dies, yeah. we'll know that was really important information. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, did you put up another thing, or is that the same? Oh, that's the same one. I'm talking to Derek. I just looked at chat. Um. Okay, so that was fun. Where do you want to go next? Hello? I'm trying to think of, well, we, uh, I, no, I won't have a date, but it was the 17, those four meteorites I I picked up that came into Mystical Wares a couple of days ago during one of our uh, metaphysical psychic fairs. Um, I brought them in. They did, I, I think it was less than 10 minutes, and they were out the door with four people. Um, they were just certified pieces. Um, they were found in Argentina, and I don't, I'll get that information later, um, exactly where in, it was 1700 and something or other was the year I'm talking about. And they're little, they're about the size of a grain of uh, rice, or maybe what? half, or maybe half that even. Yeah. And they're, they were sealed. They were in these little clear cases that were sealed shut, and they had certification markings, all sorts of things. And again, I'll... Try and get some images of them. So you're you're so sealed there, you can't even verify that they're real. <laughs> that you, oh, you could break the thing open if you wanted to. It's not uh, I mean, a pair of pliers. That wouldn't be a problem. So it's in a little clear, um, just in the case. It's bouncing around again. You can see it in there, and um, and you darn well feel the energy. That was no because when I go when I pick these four up, I, I was just in a rush for a certain reason to get out and go. So I'm not sitting there uh, metaphysically analyzing them at the time. I'm in overdrive trying to get from A to B because it was a lot of reasons, but one big one was a lot of traffic right out there. It wasn't a convenient spot. So I'm like, okay, thank you. You know, hands have been, and then there's no uh, denying what, how it, I'll just say, blasted me energetically. And certain shock, upper chakras, I'll just say, um, definitely got heightened. So it set off certain senses. Um, and that's all without me even thinking about it. Um, then I started driving home and I got other probably stories from there. I don't know if you want to get into the individual Nancy I saw on the side of the road, or if you want to get into that. Or what's, what was on your list? I'm sorry, I was muted. I um, all right, right now, um, I, <clears throat> was it called Campo del Cielo? Cielo? Walt should know this word. Campo del Cielo. Yeah, was it? Was that the name of the uh, meteorite? Field. Walt, I mean, Derek? Wait, Eric is the stone expert. Oh, 
I'm trying to figure out what you were talking about exactly. The meteorite. <laughs> the meteorite. Was that oh, the meteorite? <laughs> and Julissa is just now joining us, by the way. And I was thinking, I was like, because you were saying the. Sample this yellow. Okay. I'm listening to two things. I'm like, I. Trying to include, I don't remember. Do you remember the meteorites? That's why I'm bringing Those her in. from Argentina. Yeah. Um, this is the most, this is the most famous meteorite in Argentina. Oh, it's really? a real collector. Yeah, it's a real collector item. If otherwise, Those you can, just came and gone so quickly. <laughs> I was literally just telling them that. That's why you guys are hearing me stumbling on radio because she just joined us and I was asking her something as you guys were chatting. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, let me catch up. Because um, I knew Jalissa might know the name of it. And we're trying to find it now, but it was Argentina. Um, and we can message Kelly in the background. She can take a photo if we need to. Yeah. Or lower. So, so these things are so rare that they sold for like $1,000 a piece or something like that? Oh, no. These were ones that I won in some. There was a little tiny local. Long story short, there's, well, this happens everywhere. People buy storage sheds and this, that, and the other. So, and they'll auction the stuff off that's in an, an abandoned or an unpaid storage shed. Um, and I won for So I don't know what they were bought for by the person. Um, I sold them for $25. Uh, we don't, we're, we're looking at it now. So she's trying to find the place. So no, I don't know what they initially go for. So, but they were just like crazy strong energy wise. And again, they were in my hand for the drive back. So 15 minutes there and then in the store and all of a sudden, just the people walk up on one was a synchronicity one i'll just leave i'll say as much as i can an individual i know uh pretty well for several years now and again he, uh they gave me a whole conversation of well Derek, you know so i i showed him this because i i knew i was intuitively led to saying to send me back in the back room because i walked in the store they were in my pocket that needs to see this so i'm like oh, i really just wanted to go put them down and go to eat lunch or something but I'm, i listened to my intuition walk around the corner of mystical wares and almost walk into him um again a friend of mine and they're standing there and then they also mentioned well so i'm like well must be you so i have this and you won't believe the synchronicities derek and um that's where i wanted to live and it's just go i'm getting i'm to be begged for a reason but it goes on and on from there um to where it's not a mistake so again just like that each one of them within minutes found their new home no, not yet. Okay, we'll figure it out later and maybe post it somewhere. Because um, again, we I wasn't really prepped to state the name of it, but yeah, they were they were tiny and they were I don't know they looked like you know lead or silver, so they were metallic looking, not not like a rock. Um, yeah, I was sure making our like we felt like we were swimming energetically. Like I don't know. Oh, and that was, was anybody. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, all of us. So people, even I was walking up to um, to show somebody at at a vendor booth, because as I said, we had a fair going on that day. They didn't know what was in my pocket when I was walking up with that. And all of a sudden, you know, they feel it, the blast of it. And so those experiences just continued. Um, did, yeah. Did so, the, was there any re report as to what is the chemical makeup of it? Um, I, we'd have to look them up. So again, I'll, I'll get snapshots of these because I know everybody who got them. Um, and I'll have them take a, a snapshot of all the information on these little cases that they came in. Um, and it's, there's a lot of numbers going on in there. And again, I, I only had them for minutes, so I didn't get to analyze a lot. I should have taken a photo. It's um, not in your email. There's any more information. Oh, there might be, yeah. but okay. Well, when I'm not talking at break, I will look at that. So a good point. I'll look at my email. Um, cause there might be some information on them. So, but anyway, um, yeah, that's the meteorite story that happened on Saturday. 
So you you you're left with no specimen of it? Nope. I didn't get one. Uh -uh. Oh wow. Um, no, I'm actually found. Oh, here we go. I got it. It's a authentic meteorite space rock. Oh, I was wrong. I was 200 years wrong. Uh, it's opening up now. It's, uh, it's 1576 is the year that they were authenticated and found. And I may just have to click on this to listen and see the image. Here we go. Okay. Campo del Silo. Yeah, you better it. say that. <laughs> Campo del Cielo, Argentina, discovered in 1576 AD. Um, 0.10 grams crystal. crystal. And then there's some certification numbers on here, something or other. And I can, here, I'll get an image. Um, well, it will be in chat in a moment. This is one of them. And again, there are only four. And there you go in chat for whoever's in chat. And what you can see is that little Kate. Well, maybe you're going to see it. I think you have to click on it. So people in chat, it's not going to show up instantly. You have to click, but then you'll see the little case I was talking. And there's a backside to the case with more information. I don't know if I have that image, but I'll load it. Um, I might. It looks metallic. Yeah, definitely. That's Okay, I'm pulling up a YouTube uh, video of um, what we're talking about. Yeah. And it's supposedly somebody from a spiritual site that is, uh, did I get that? Okay, let me see. That is um, explaining what it means metaphysically. I've got so many tabs up, I'm completely lost. Okay, here we go. So you can take a look at that. That's what I thought it was. Anything that expensive, that small, uh, had to be this because this has just been known for ever and ever. As a matter of fact, I have a piece of jewelry with it in it. Uh, I don't know where or what, but I remember I had it. Very interesting. I'll watch a video. Yeah, seven minutes. I'll watch that later. But yeah. So anyway, you can just you can just Google the name and it, they'll tell you all sorts of things about it. It's iron composition, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all uh, tell you they're powerful. Those things are legit. Um, so for, you know, whatever your energy uses are, a lot of these things can be used for a lot of different things. Again, from my perspective, there's frequency tools. And how they and I didn't know I didn't again going into it blindly. So again, let's say a blindfolded taste test um, or energy test. I wasn't looking at them like, okay, I'm focusing on this chakra or this energy area. No, I just grabbed the things and then went from there. Um, so I don't, again, I don't I don't preload anything. I, I just don't have time. I don't even think about it to be totally honest. And half time stuff gets shoved in my hand. I'm like, what the heck am I being given? And you know, it's like. All of a sudden, a spoonful of something's in your mouth. You taste it. You, you don't. You don't get to analyze it. It just is what it is. Um, and they were, again, loosely put, upper chakra activating tools. Um, so yeah, they're interesting. And I don't know if all meteorites are the same or not. I have no idea. But that's what those things were. No, um, every one of them is unique. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything about them. Had no idea. Never even heard of Campo del Cilio. I probably just messed that up. Or the international. Numismatic Bureau. It's, I'm sure I messed that up too. It's an, Ar it's an Argentinian. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, um, what else was on you? We're going to break here. We're going to go break here in a second. What time is it? Yeah, we're going to go right now. 
Um, <clears throat> so, Craig Stewart, Shanghai, We the People, we'll be right back. And welcome back to Shanghai Reality. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's uh, June 6, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon, Mark Joseph, Walt Silva, and Jalissa Helms is with us now. So um, maybe we should start with Jalissa and the bird story because I know that's uh, she might be starting this, the store coming up. We probably should have gotten her on in the first hour. You there? Yep, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so um, yesterday, I guess for those of you that have been on Facebook or follow us, I shared a photo of Derek um, 
panning. Gold, gold panning. Gold panning. <laughs> and we're just really playing around out there um, at a nearby creek. But um, yeah, so I shared on Facebook a picture of him, and um, a lot of people don't know that he actually started Mystical Wares um, using his own collection of rocks and crystals when he first opened the store. So I thought that was uh, nice just to put out there. And um, yeah, because like I said, a lot of people don't know, especially locals. I'm sure it's been said here on our podcast before. Um, but yeah, so we are out there um, in the elements of nature, and we're just sitting on a rock and just could feel like being watched, not anything bad, but we're just like, oh, looking around, and there's just this bird sitting on a rock just staring at us, like a pretty good distance. Like, how far do you think? Oh, maybe, you know, 150 feet. Yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, I was just sitting there watching us. And it's like interesting. And so, you know, we're just, you know, minding our own business. And then here comes another bird sitting, um, flying out to where that bird was and looked like they were chatting and just sat there and watched us some more. And then here comes a third bird. And then, you know, everything was really quiet too. So it is interesting to see that they're um, just, I don't know, um, curious about us. <laughs> it's like, we're, you know, there's usually people out there. So why are they so um, fond of us or, you know? It wasn't just the birds or a lot of butterflies too. And, and it wasn't so, it was, it was more odd. It's, you know, it's hard to describe this to get the, the point across too. But it was, was unusual in a good way. Um, and then I was watching it energetically. So we we're sitting on just think, uh, who knows how, uh, probably five foot uh, diameter kind of sort of boulder. So huge boulder out there is just sitting in the creek being the water so a lot of earthing and grounding going on i could actually feel the energy on that boulder as well its own energy field <clears throat> again we're just after doing a thing not thinking about it, all of a sudden i put my hands down on the rock and um i could feel that and Jalissa was grounding on it at the time so i started you know just again make fun of it turning on my woo-woo vision sort of perceiving and then i get like an overlay that for those who maybe haven't heard this before and i'm not sure how much i've described it but more densities or frequencies become perceivable in in what I see as my visual spectrum because there's like an overlay and I realize it's not all. So anyway, it's like those clear sheets of what's that called in school where you keep laying those sheets over and you add layers and uh, oh. oh shoot, it doesn't. <laughs> anyway, but that's what happened. So when I started doing that, um, I could feel the energy, so I started, you know, blasting it myself with love energy, just having fun, doing my thing out there, playing with energies. And I saw I was pushing it a certain way, and the birds I could see would then watch it. So they could see, and I'm not holding up my hands, you know, in the air, you know, and they wouldn't have known I was pointing in a direction anyway, I wouldn't think. So, but I'll tell you, they, and I didn't know they could do that. They absolutely saw where I was just boosting the energies, or I put in a, a buckyball, um, full of love frequency. I know it sounds corny and cheesy, but no, that's straight up what I do. Push it over in a certain area because I want it in closer to us. Well, guess what happened? That's exactly where the birds flew to. And they saw it. That's the, the thing I was trying to say is when I did it, they moved their heads over there. I'm like, they just saw that? I'm like, well, you know, so they must be seeing off our visual spectrum um, because they absolutely responded to me. Remember, I didn't know that was a thing um, until that yesterday. And then the birds started flying over there, landing on the rock that I would put the buckyball around, getting closer. And this was for a long time. This wasn't a minute thing. This was basically until we wanted to leave. Um, them just in there staring at us, um, just perceiving the energies. And then they were communicating. 
so there's a some telepathy going on as well but yeah well even before the birds uh, popped in it started with the butterflies so we were just sitting there and like here comes one butterfly and you could see it <clears throat> flying around out in the distance and then here it comes um, flying over us but then here comes another butterfly and another butterfly and then they were just kind of Sounds like nonstop. Uh, yeah, yeah we we're just like are we in a, a butterfly traffic zone I, I don't know it was really cool to see them but then they just kept coming closer and closer to us and I'm surprised um, that none of them landed on us that they were just you know um, were they happy. different types of butterflies or were they all the same species they're all yellow. I don't think they were monarch, but they were yellow. So I don't know. I have to, um, yeah, I'm not sure the type of butterflies, I think they were the but same. they were different ones. Well, the yeah. yellow ones were the same type, but there were lots of butterflies. Uh, lots so of there were different different types of butterflies flying around. Oh yeah, there's lots of types of butterflies over there. I'm trying to what, I'm trying to get figure out what type now because it was not a monarch. Washington. I'm just googling it right now. And I'll put the image up there, whichever one it was. Uh, but yeah, there are lots of types of butterflies. Um, what I'm trying to get to, was it one group of, of butterflies, the same species? Or was it a, a bunch of different ones doing the same thing, flying over? I saw two different types. There was this one I'm going to share now, and then a white one. And I don't okay. know about the white one, what to say about that one, what type it is. But here in chat, I've got the other type. It was not a monarch. Um, it was, and I'll get the name if we can figure it out. It's probably a hundred of them. I know that's exactly that's what I'm saying too. So who knows? But it's in should be in chat now. But that was the most common one. Um, and then yeah, like I said, the birds and get back in chat. Uh, anything else about that? No, it was just fun because um, it wasn't just them. Like we could hear some movement on the ground too. So oh. some other critters scurrying around. And you know that's typical when you go out into the woods. But it just seemed like like everything was super quiet. Like normally you go out, the birds are already like chirping and singing. They're minding their own business. But it's like everything just kind of stopped and was like quiet and just. Um, now nature 100% responded to the energies that that we brought in there or projecting. It was all good and love energy. So I'll just be blunt. They absolutely did. The butterflies are birds, um, and they couldn't. The birds, especially, couldn't stop looking, staring, getting closer, bringing in their friends. I mean, all that stuff. And again, it wasn't just oh, 30 seconds sitting there. Nope. And then for five minutes sitting there staring, and then jumping over the other rock, getting closer, and again, yeah. it just went on and on. Definitely longer than that. But oh like yeah. Even was... they um, ended up calling in some oh, other yeah. friends because yeah. then you could start hearing them. Um, and yeah, said something, yeah. Yeah. They were, I was, and then I started, <clears throat> again, I don't just walk around talking to the birds, but I did heighten myself out there. Well, again, I'll be blunt. And I was, so I was doing the telepathy. I was just listening in, we'll say. Um, and they were chatting. I mentioned, I don't remember the exact comment made to Jalissa, but basically they're saying there's others. And I'm like, what are they talking about? And then all of a sudden, within seconds, of course, like it was some movie scene, others are flying in and you hear them up in the trees, just turn on the chirping away that we're not making any sound whatsoever before. Um, so it was just uh, lots of those things, you know, nothing to build a movie around, but I mean, if any one of those moments was just very unnormal, which is good. Yeah, I can hear it now. What are you guys doing? Look at those humans. They're throwing energies all around. Look at them. I mean, they're crazy people out here. We've never seen anybody like this. <laughs> now that you are not far off of what was being said in there. Because I was listening to a, a male and female. You could tell them apart. Uh, what were they? Uh, Robins, weren't Robins. they? Robins. Yeah, Robins. Um, and it was painfully obvious, yeah, what was going on. And no, it was, it was a lot of fun. So, I mean, it was 
bounced to no other no other humans around there, so that was nice being secluded. Um, but that was and that was again to title. And, and uh, we're probably uh, way out beyond where a lot of EMF and Wi-Fi were happening, right? I mean, you're gonna oh yeah, you're not like under a cell tower. You got cell service because we weren't. It's not hard to get a creek or river around in ten or fifteen minutes. So we weren't far out in the boonies or anything, but no, we were not like up under some transformers or anything. Well, like the, the the environment with the trees and everything around would break it all up anyway. Oh yeah, and that creek moving so, right there as well. Yeah, um, you would have been in a, a basically a pristine EMF environment. You were feeling Gaia herself. Oh yeah, there's no Wi-Fi. We were no neighborhoods around there. You know, it's like you know twenty acre plots, ten, fifty, you know, bigger areas. But yeah, no, it was out. So it was. It was that was uh, for, I don't know, a couple hours so, on the weekend, so that was fun. Um, anything else from that one? Nancy, what was on your list? I want to make sure you can pull Mark in, too, um, to see if what was maybe yeah, on his list. Yeah, my, well, the I want you to talk about the Highway Angel. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, and this wasn't even something that was for the show it was just something i mentioned to nancy because it was something that occurred to me but what we're talking about is while i was on the way to get those four meteorite pieces um the other day i don't even know what day it was days blend together for me i think it was saturday because it was a I think fair it, you're right it had yeah. been saturday then um so it was saturday um and i was driving down the highway and then uh, I, again i don't want to get too specific because i don't want anybody to hone in on this one thing because you know so many locals um so driving down the highway and then all of a sudden, um, a short distance ahead of me, I see a, an individual. So he's standing off the side of the road and collapses in the grass. And a, I don't know, it was a sheriff or police officer. We were both in this area. Um, happened to be in their vehicle right there, pulled over, um, started, you know, talking to the individual. So I guess they were still conscious, that type of thing. Um, and that, again, this wasn't something I was really planning on sharing, so I didn't give it much thought. But what so i see that happening in i think a lot of us do um so i got involved um energetically i i did my my thing provided love energy and again i'm not gonna get into the whole spiel right now um just for you know time of conversation but did what i could for that individual as i was going by uh and then put them in that energy of love remove some stuff that was around them sort of thing that actually was what knocked them down um it was, I don't know, half mile down the road was my destination where I was going. And there was no pulling over. There's no, there was no option of any of that just due to the traffic and the merging of lanes and all of that going there. So this was something off to the right of the side of the road that I just happened, just happened to come up on. And then down the road, coming back, I was at the place getting the meteorites. Like I, that's why I mentioned the traffic thing earlier. Um, got my pieces of meteorite, jumped back in the vehicles luckily got back into the the highway and the traffic there um just in time as i'm passing that same scene for him to be and then there's an ambulance by this time um so it arrived minutes uh, couldn't have been long because i wasn't at that um location for five minutes come back in time to where i turn my head to look to where the individual's on the stretcher um or the cart i guess about to be loaded in there um so i look back Again, just timed synchronistically perfect where he sees me as well. And I look out and I I do my thing again um, and then just drive on. And I just mentioned that to Nancy. I don't usually talk about these things. And the bigger point was that, you know, we can all do these things and all have an effect. 
Um, and you never know who's going to be just driving by doing something like that for just a random person. And again, this wasn't a me conversation. This was just Nancy and I chatting back there. And then I was saying, just imagine if everybody was doing that or, you know, a greater portion. I mean, how many things would change? And sometimes those were attributed to others. So often, and I've heard seen it in movies, they'll say, well, it had to have been an angel driving by. And let me tell you, I'm not an angel. It's that when I, my bigger point is it could be you or I, it could be any one of us. And yes, it is an angel many times, but let's be those angels and let's do it and do whatever um, energy work we can, even if it's just turning your head, throwing an invisible soccer ball of love at somebody and, and doing energy, you know, whatever your thing is, let's put it that way. But in that person's reality, you know, it could have been termed an angel. It could have been termed whatever. There's lots of descriptions, um, but that was something that happens. And um, so we were chatting about that. So I don't know if you want to go anywhere further on that, Nancy, but. No, I thought it was an important story in that when you come upon these things that are awful or not good, many of us just kind of like freeze our minds freeze. We just, you know, oh, I don't want I don't want to get involved, you know, or I can't get involved or I don't know what's happening, but I, you know, feel bad. Well, instead of being that kind of person, which most of us are, probably all of us, instead do what Derek did. You know, engage in the situation without do, stopping what you're doing, but at least have the presence energetically to look at the situation. And even if it's only to say a pono pono, make it right. It, you know, put out that energy because a you wouldn't be there if to be able to do that for that person if that person didn't need it, and you needed it to know that you can help. You know, you're probably going to drive on or whatever, and you're not going to know if you helped or not, but you did. And, um, you know, and then I said, you know, I wonder how many people are because I, I think that that there's more of us out there than we really understand. And I think it's very likely that there are a number of people that would have automatically done what Derek did. Let me help the compassion, the empathy would have put out an energy field of love towards the person anyway. And how many of those just random meetings of people, you know, the other, because I said to him, did he, did you get eye contact with him? Was he aware of your presence? And you, yes, he was, right, Derek? On the on the second time as I was, yeah. Yes, was driving yes, by. yes. Yes. So from that perspective, in that man's reality, you know, he looks at somebody that he could have perceived as an angel because it, you're in that heightened state of, you know, thinking you're about to die. And maybe you are. Uh, you're you're going to see things like a bird sees them, maybe. And so if you're looking at it that way, you might say, oh, my God, an angel was there. I, once the angel, when I, when I looked at the angel, I felt I knew everything was going to be all right. I felt good, right? So just take the time to, to realize that we are mass, and it doesn't have to be something that's that critical. You know, just some poor person that you see walking down the street that needs help, send them energy. Send them loving energy. You know, act, react with, with not yeah. Respond, respond to your environment with 
energy. Make it make a difference. Well, that's and the principle. The principle of Ho'oponopono is that if you are witnessing something, something is in your field of awareness. That's it. That is that's you being part of that reality and that reality being part of you. So don't discount it. Say, oh, not my problem. It's somebody else's problem or something else is going on. Your sight, your sight, your your vision, your hearing, your smell, everything, your five senses are, are showing you something and you are part of it, whether you you might want choose to ignore it, but you're still part of it. So don't that that's what you're saying is a hundred percent. You have to, you know, just just a smile, just a handshake, something, but your 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 energy is part of that. Now you're you're getting to choose how you how you're going to enjoy engage. Are you ignoring it or are you going to play a role in it? So very important. Yeah, thank you, Derek, because now that episode hopefully taught a lot of people an important lesson you know engage with the reality it's what you think it is make it beautiful um was there something that maybe Jalissa wanted to to bring up and then we'll go to mark well we have a you guys have all seen on and derek's talked about all the sasquatch fun that we've been having around here so uh, events coming up for that. Oh, Derek, you're going to be at a, doing a speaking event on the 24th, which I also found out there's a Sasquatch walk in Oak Harbor, Washington that same day. So we'll have to see if we can huh. hit up both places. Um, but yeah, we're going to be out there. Um, hopefully you can spot us and giving away free stuff and trying to um, get more people to learn about mystical wares there's so many locals that have no idea that we're even here so <laughs> i'll be speaking about shungai it's called the intuitive arts fair um in Lacano, washington on whatever date you just said and uh saturday june 4th at 4 saturday. p.m okay. at the intuitive arts fair and uh we did a little promotional uh recording that we'll be sharing if people are interested in hearing about how that uh came to be and then oh um before then Sunday, June 18th, which happens to be Father's Day, Derek will be doing a Sasquatch and Entities class here at Mystical Wares at 1 p.m. Well, that'll be fun. We hope that people will come and bring their stories to share and see if there's like any hidden messages that Derek can uh, relay to them. Because people are always curious, like what was, was there something more behind that interaction or so, yeah, hope people can come and ask those questions. And not just about Sasquatch, it's like any, like if they saw a ghost or an entity or any type of um, uncommon interaction, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's always a fun, fun class. Uh, did you want to, that's probably all we got locally to announce. Uh, we, we forget half the stories that happened. Do you want to throw it to Mark? Mark, did you have any, anything you wanted to bring up or ask? Uh, you know, going over my list here. Uh, so we have a lot of people where um, they're going from school to summer. So a lot of people staying home or outdoor trips, right? Uh, <clears throat> so like for for a lot of people who do the video games a lot, you know, indoors at home, you can do the S4 magnet you have in the store. 
on their uh, video game chair, and then you got the Shungite ink for the headsets. I don't know if you have any other ideas of like, you know, you got the which Shungite sticker is good for the Wi-Fi or, you know, because you you have this this uh, Western culture that's always in a lot a lot of people are indoors, right? So what are the recommendations in the store? You know, you got the Shungite coasters, of course. You know, people watching movies indoors or like in their TVs. So that, that's some ideas, but um, I don't know if uh, anybody yeah, has ideas on that. Yeah, for all the gamers out there, you know, I'd actually suggest, of course, uh, believe it or not, sitting on a piece of Shungite rubber. Um, and then I always have a Shungite bracelet on, uh, one or two of them, two right now. Um, so something on your, your person or your body um, and or the Shungite rubber under your chair or just straight on, on top of it, however you want to do it. But that tends to move a whole lot of things. And yeah, on the devices, any of the Shungite um, pieces, be it, you know, nuggets, don't, you know, don't be afraid to use those either. But, um, but yeah, any of the stickers work well. Um, so really, it's it's about the Shungite rubber is the big one that I would use because often you're sitting there a lot. And basically, you just don't want, you want your orgone energy, your, your biofield, your origin, your energy, you continually moving. Um, and what's that wolf? They call it door or is it door, dead orgone energy. So think like stagnant pond or something like that. That's just energy not moving. Um, that's what you don't want to happen. So that's I'd, I'd really recommend the Shungite rubber. I don't know, Walt, if you have any input on that or suggestions. Well, the the the, uh, the thing with the door is that the, the issue is with your environment. Are you in, uh, sitting in front of a computer like five hours a day? Or you know things that the things that generate door is like uh, uh, computer screens, uh, uh, flor flor fluorescent lighting. They're saying they're they're saying now that the uh, what do you call it the uh, LED based lighting, all of those things have that issue. They produce. The, DOR, the dead organ energy, and that's because it's it's constantly stimulating the organ and and overexciting it, and then it becomes flat. So that's that's where uh, uh, shungite comes into all our lives because shungite uh, neutralizes that effect. So, uh, like you said, if they can wear a piece of shungite on their body, it's going to neutralize that door. Instead of the, instead of door, you're going to have it's going to pulse the organ so that it, it it flows naturally because organ has a pulse like the like a like a uh, heart pulse. It has a pulsing effect, and that's 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 what Shanghai does. Uh, unfortunately, door is it's the opposite. It it, it becomes stagnant. It, it, organ becomes overexcited. And then it becomes stagnant, and that's why people working. If you remember back in the what is seventies, eighties, when you still had uh, CRTs on your on your computer screen in the office, people would would wouldn't understand. You know, I just had a, a great night's sleep. I slept eight hours. You come into work thirty minutes in, and you just want to go back home and go back to bed because you feel exhausted. Uh, your your head would hurt, your eyes would burn, uh, your nose would feel dry. Yeah, and you have all these symptoms, and on what it is is the symptoms induced by DOR, 
dead argon energy that's induced by the all the EMF. So that's what that's why you want shungite in your, your environment because shungite actually uh, neutralizes all of that. So you don't get that dead argon stuff. Okay, for for the um, LED lights, if you put I put shungite magnets on the LED lights, all of them, the That's fluorescent right. lights, magnets. Um, why? Ma I mean, you can do it with the stickers. You can do it with, particularly with the uh, when you're doing the LEDs. Go go with the silver uh, silver shungite stickers um, versus the regular ones, but. The, the magnets, if you put them on the on the, these things, the energy, the electric energy, the the whole spectrum of the LED frequency and stuff, which is not good for you in its normal state, it's rotating in terrible way. When you put the shungite on it, it begins to ro rotate in a compatible way, and by putting a magnet versus more like a sticker, that field becomes more energetic let's put it uh, you know i don't like to think concept of power um it's more energetic so if you if you and i and you can do it with just regular i mean i've got metal desk lamps that you know just stick it on there but i haven't found a lamp yet that i didn't find some piece of metal that i could attach the magnet to so yeah be careful of if you're using the old type of ones that you know you got them because the magnet is made of uh, plastic, and I don't think it'll get hot enough to melt it. But I—that's why we tell people don't put the magnets on your engine in the car because they'll—they'll uh, they'll eventually melt. Well, quickly melt at those temperatures. So uh, yeah, anything that even even your uh, the light sockets. When you you know how you, sometimes you get these plugs for kids, you put the the plug plastic plug in there so the kid doesn't, you know, get electric. Well, you can put a, a shungite sticker over all your unused uh, openings, plugs, okay, outlets, every outlet you could put it put a sticker over it because that energy from the electric thing, even though it's not powering something, it's still there. And it radiates into the room anywhere between four and six feet, depending on the signaling. So if you do that, then again, that electric signal in, is coming through, the electromagnetic field is coming through that air, the shungite sticker, and then it, it's r rotating now compatible, and it's more shungite in your environment. Uh, so there's a lot of things you can do. Yes, you, you're spending money, but you're spending money one time. You don't have to replace these things. Do it one time, and you know, every birthday, say, "Give me another pack of Stungite stickers," so I can, you know. I mean, just they, they're going to last forever. But the changes in your environment are going to last forever as long as you're alive, because you're going to be that much healthier for living there, and all the people that come in the house, and your pets. I'm more concerned about the pets than the people. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Mark, did, he, they, did we answer this? Did anybody have anything else to, to say on that? Mm -mm. No. If Mark had something else. Or yeah. Yeah, that, that, that covered it. So we got um, 
I mean, also the the, the necklace is pretty handy too because you got the kids' summer store items. So, um, because the some of the different necklaces you could put on, um, like backpacks, and then because you have the S for the resin ones, so rather than going for the big uh, cosmic silver, you know, necklaces, you can go for the um, more affordable, and those are fifteen dollars. So. Uh, could be put on like backpacks, belt loops, and then like if people don't like wearing necklaces, and then of course the S4 powder can be put on people's shoes, slippers, things like that, summer wear. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, uh, so S4 magnet on uh, different gym equipment, or uh, even like um, on the table, office table, or or the table where the entertainment center. Like the S4 could be used for that. And um, was going over some of the, the items there. And, and you can have different summer sets, like for picnic. Um, let me see. Like the outdoor set of having like the skin cream and the lip balm, right? And then the, the soap, the Castile soap, or maybe even the, the, the bar soap. So that's a good trio of people who like to go camping or, you know, gone for, for a long hike for a day or two, something like that. Um, and then add another one. What was it? Oh, oh, kind of a picnic set of like the coasters, honey, and the resin bowl. So there's that. Get the different, and because you got you got the um, summer solstice coming up on the 21st and Wednesday, so people can get ideas for how they want to set that up. Different configurations of um, you know, of, of that time coming in. Uh. Mark, there's one, there's one other thing. In the summertime, they're using their pools. And if you go to newparadigmtools.net, you can get a water turtle, which is a, an energy resonator that Walt makes that is waterproof, and you put it in the pool. And, I mean, it's very hard. For some reason, it's very hard to get people to do analysis and give you some scientific background on how these things are working so the best one i've got is one that got that dolly howard got because she had a she has a shungite we call it the turtle and she's got the turtle in the uh in the water uh the pool and one of her pool guys got very interested in the whole thing and he wrote a statement saying that he did not have to put in chlorine in the pool. And I forget a few other things, but it was directly attributable to what the Shungite does. Because again, it, the, 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 in, the, in the beginning, we made it so that it put out the um, essence of oxygen. And one of the first people that had it kind of frantically <laughs> got a hold of me and said, there's something, something's happening in the pool. It's There's all these bubbles. And she said that there had, one of her grandkids had been swimming and they had one of those plastic trucks that ended up on the bottom of the pool. And she said she saw it, but she wasn't going to get in the pool to pull it up. She figured I'd get it, she'd get it in the morning. And when she went in, into the pool, went out there, the thing was floating because there was so much bubbles in the water. And that was the oxygen. It was creating oxygen throughout the whole pool. Uh, so th there's all sorts of anecdotal kind of, you know, proof of what we're saying is true. Yeah, don't forget I, to tell her about all the thing that uh, all the work we've done on the 
the Ukraine, <laughs> or maybe you're not allowed. You're not allowed to say anything about the Ukraine. <laughs> no, I mean we've 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 used these to clear all sorts of big water, you know, areas. But those are stories that go on forever. <laughs> this, I just want to focus on what people can do with the swimming pool. But um, if if you don't want to do that, at least get you know some shungite and put it in the pool. Uh, one of the ways you can do it is to get a little mesh bag and put a bunch of nuggets in it and then put it, you know, someplace where it's not going to get sucked into the, you know, down into the drain thing. Um, or you can buy, do you, I don't know, do you sell big blocks of the shungite there in the store, Derek? I, I call them bricks. Uh, we, yeah, I don't have any of the bricks out for sale, I don't think, or do we? We might. We have tiles. Um, yeah, tiles would work. Yeah. You know? So there's different ways that you can shungite your pool. Now, Mark, did you have something else you wanted to say? Because this sort of leads into the concept that we talked about. It's on the list, Derek, about programming water. You got off on, on programming water, and I don't even remember in what regard, but I said I'll add it to the list. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to you really quickly about how I... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put something more together, but we, we can touch on it now about um, one way of taking advantage of the um, programmable aspects of water is like, for example, um, let's say there's a, a, a book with, I can't just say book, um, there's an understanding you want more insight to, and sometimes some of that is in a book, so what you can do one way is say take a glass of shungite water or already you know cleared structured water um put it on the book you can focus on and again i'm just going really quickly because each one of these um aspects to the let's say recipe can be a whole show in itself um and then the understanding so it's not and then you can drink the water so now let me back up for a minute that doesn't mean i mean everybody's different so i'm not going to say anything's impossible because of course it's not it's not that you'll and some people can do this by the way then quote the book every page every word this that and the other but when i started this dis, um, description i guess it was saying the greater understanding of it so more often than not um that's what you'll get from something like this as long as you're open to it um and again it's it's i like to joke say it's a recipe so hone the process do it the way that suits you best um, but for me, it's I literally have some Shungite water beads and a, a glass cup, again, meaning I wear plastics, not a great frequency, um, and even watch a glass. So, and then put that on there, on the book, focus on it. Um, and I don't know what it's called, but some people do this and they'll sleep. They'll put a book under their pillow and they can wake up. And again, some can quote it, some get the the understanding or the parts of it that is in alignment for them. Um so and again, I'm watching my word in very carefully for a lot of reasons. So, that, but that's what we were talking about. So it wasn't really all put together for this show, but that was something I've been messing around with. And so I don't know if anybody had any input on that or not. But it's, it's can a you step? Can you step us through the process? It's like okay, so you yeah. you've got the shungite water there. What do you do with it? You put it on top of the book, or what? What? Yeah, I mean, okay, yes, I mean, I do because that feels right for me. But also what I'm saying is, of course, everything's energy. So I don't want to go so OCD saying you got to put it on the book for this many minutes because, you know, time doesn't exist. So there's always a that 
um, kind of restricted aspect to something like this, but I will go through the, the quick kind of recipe, like I said. Um, but there's lots of ways to bake bread. So again, I go at it knowing that, well, I want what's best for me in this, not to, well, just, you know, believe everything in the book and this, that, and the other. So again, have that understanding firstly, not just slamming a book on the table and doing that. So there's always layers of understanding that, that would make this stronger or less. So with that, I go, if there's something for me, I don't grab a random book. I'll use my intuition or, um, or you know, synchronistically be led to it. You can do this with a DVD too, by the way, a movie disc. Um, so yeah, I'm talking about go buy a DVD, set it on there and the same thing, the understanding the information that's for you can come off that. Again, and you won't, doesn't mean you'll quote every scene in the movie. It's not about that. So depending on your level of understanding, that's what you would do. So let's go with the book one, put the book down of, um, I don't even want to give you a title, so I'm not going to do that. Whatever you want to have more insight into, have your Shungite reality. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you do that. Um, and then you'll get the parts and pieces of a good few. So long story short, have that clear receiver, have that story in your head, use your imagination and get excited that it's working that, yep, you're putting a magic cup of Shungite water on this book and it's going to intertwine with the energies or frequencies of the understanding you want. And then when you drink it, it's in, in your energy field. And again, I'm not I'm making fun of this, but I'm not just by going through that much of it. I didn't say you had to strike yoga pose this or, you know, meditate for five hours beforehand, play the scenario in your head with your imagination like that and know it's going to work. And then when you do it, drink the water, you can sip it. You can, again, whatever feels right to you um, because you are loosely 80 something percent water, depending on how dehydrated you are. And that's of course all programmable. We've all done shows on this. Um, and you don't have to get any more into it than that, than just be open to it and realize it. And then get excited that it already happened. And then test it. Now grab the book or the movie, watch it, read the book, see what's in there. And then you're going to have, and that also will align the, you energetically with that material before you um, perceive it physically, meaning read the book. So you can do it either way. I'm not trying to give somebody a way because that's not the point of it to, well, I don't need to read the book. So I'll put my glass of water, boom, I've got it. I'm dead. Go at it like that, you're going to get nothing. That's not the point. It's Again, it's all tied into your intention. Um, so that was a little more. I don't know if you have any questions on that. I should probably put together some kind of class on that. I'm sure it's, it's been described different ways, but it is a thing. And some people, um, if you touch objects, you know, I think it's called psychometry or something like that. You're just, you're merging with the frequencies that are around that item and they can be removed. I've heard people say, well, they're stuck forever. Uh, not the case. Um, so anyway, I don't know if anybody wants to go in any direction on that. Uh, yeah, before we turn it back to Mark, I want I want to kind of clarify something for myself. You said one time, and I might not have got it wrong, but um, that the water that you intake into your body, only about 10% of it, I think you said, was actually used by the body. Is that correct? If you don't structure it first, those numbers flop to 90% if you turn it into living water, structured water, M-state water, whatever you describe it as, the individual. Shungite water? Shungite water is in that list too. Then if you do that, it aligns with you molecularly, your energy body your and your physical body see it as something good for you and in alignment, and you absorb loosely about 90%, you excrete 10 Just go to the tap, turn on that, drink that chlorine fluoride that went through all kinds of stuff and energies. It's the opposite. That's why we're dehydrated. 
one reason. So yeah, yeah, that's why I was saying use shungite water or structure, you know, whatever your term is, vortex it. There's lots of ways of doing it. Of course, I prefer shungite water. And um, let's start with that. So think clean container because it matters. Again, it's like you don't grab a dirty plate from your sink and put your, your dinner on it. The container matters. And we're talking about water here, which is energy. No, but if you got a dog, you can just use the dog. <laughs> I'd probably clean it after anyway. <laughs> I, yeah, just a funny thing. I had these neighbors, every time I'd cook uh, spaghetti, they'd smell it. And they'd come over. Hey, can we come over? You're just cooking. All right, you know. And one day, that I, I had already finished, and I put the dish down for the dog. And I said, you know, when you have a dog, you don't have to wash dishes. <laughs> I was just making a joke, right? But they never came back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, okay, so Shell, thank you for that. That was a uh, good clarification. Uh, Mark, you got something else there? Yeah, speaking of pets, you can put that shungite, the, the necklaces Derek has on the pet, right? Um, they, they're all, they always got it on. But uh, so if, if someone were to compare, you know, the, the, the regular rock versus Elite and then the uh, S4 rock and then the cosmic silver um, to how each of those structures water would it all be the same or is there a different like more advanced more healing more this or that or it, do they all those types of structure water the same no I like the of course shungite and silver combo and then the the cohesiveness of three so meaning I'm kind of talking about the shungite water beads that are three regular shungite for those that don't know regular shungite 10 millimeter beads that are kind of wound together um you know again three with pure silver wire and then you put those in your water um and that's had a greater effect energetically than anything else i've done be it regular nuggets or just setting it on a coaster or um things like that so that, that'd be my preferred method and that, that's years and hundreds of people of testing here in this office as well they have well now they know but the first time through they had no idea they were drinking shungite water unless i told them and usually i don't tell part way through and they don't understand why they're just drinking the whole pitcher of water in here um and it's just that with the shungite water beads in it and they'll mention it themselves it's not like you know it's a questionnaire at the end of the session well we actually have pictures of three different pieces of shungite curly and photography pictures that shows each one of them has its own energy field but then there's a an energy field that connects all three of them so this is not woo woo we've known for a long well tesla said three six and nine is the secret um but the three is absolutely you don't need a whole pitcher full of nuggets to get shungite water all you need is three nuggets you don't have to keep it there for 72 hours before it's good all you need is a few seconds. The concept of energizing, you have to energize or clean shungite is phenomenally ignorant because first off, the quantum field, which is always there, is always connecting with the shungite. Yes, it's nice, it's shungite-like sun and all that sort of thing, but certainly not needed for its operation. The other thing is, is that you do not have to clean it. You don't have to cleanse it. Uh, it 
cleanses and detoxifies everything. What would you possibly use to try to take a detoxification out of Shanghai? There's nothing. And there's no residual buildup of any toxins in any of the Shanghai that's been used now for decades as water purification. That was one of the things that, that you know, was just incredibly important uh, documentation of, of the fact that they were they were replacing carbon okay that when carbon it's absorbing the toxins and after a while the smell of the carbon will knock you out it's so awful but with shungite for years and years and years you don't have any kind there's no residual buildup of anything in it waltz had a shungite water purifier under his sink for what at least seven years never replaced it yeah yeah that's about right yeah. So, um, yeah. And and having those little, it's just, first off, I've got the beads in, in one. Actually, I got the beads and I've got the nuggets in there too. But what I really like about the beads is that if I'm at the end of the water and the bead kind of like tumbles out, it's not <laughs> smacking into my teeth or anything like the nuggets can. It's a safer way of let's say doing it not that i've ever swallowed a nugget or known of anybody that did but uh and then uh, the other thing I, w I wanted to mention is shungite rubber for your animals you can use shungite rubber uh under their beds or pu just put it out someplace that they have access to it uh and the ones that need the energy will definitely start using it on some occasions they'll actually after they've been on it for a while go like Okay, I've had enough of that. I got to get away from it. Um, but I highly recommend the Shungai rub. You only need a little piece there, and um, you know, put it in their bedding. Okay, Mark. Yeah. Um, what was it going off in my notes with that? Uh, let me just go on a different direction. So I really like the Cosmic Reality Show you guys did last week on. I think it was time travel and timelines. And then it goes back to this this thing about Trump and then John Titer of, of like these ideas and, and, and different technologies and things coming true. I think that was all in the one show, right? Um, and it was an interesting synchronicity because basically two days later they had the, I mean, this is a summer movie season, right? So there's a lot of Marvel, DC kind of thing, modern mythology. That's a version of like... Um, um, you know, the the Greek gods and all that, Roman gods. But so the the movie that came out two days later is uh, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, which I just watched uh, this week, and it was basically about what you're talking. You know, and I do recommend it to people. There's this push by Marvel to um, self disclosure, maybe of of the multiverse, and like what you guys are talking about in the shows of of thoughts becoming things. And how manifestation is is a lot faster, and um, so the, I'm trying to think of a way to explain the movie, but it's like different versions of you in whatever you can imagine, an infinity number of universes, and how uh, one's choice because the universe can be spelled Y O U universe, right? Like your choice determines where things go, how things unfold. And, and like not necessarily how you want, but what you need kind of thing. That whole thing of um, uh, um, the hidden laws of nature. 
But I do recommend the movie um, in terms of, you know, like like the Doctor Strange, the sequel one is, is similar. And, and they're doing that, too, with the Ant-Man um, quantum mania movie of going into the quantum field. And and then the villain was kind of using it reminded me immediately in that movie of uh, Walt's device. And then one of the ending parts is like multiverse multiverse versions of the same villain and how they all work together into know taking over the universe or whatever so um there was a movie you guys were talking about where something about kicking a c60 soccer ball um uh, three thousand years of longing oh yeah the gin right <laughs> yeah so there's, there's gonna be a lot of soft disclosure well that w- that was that was very telling because it's a story about the gin and it's it's fairly good story, but the Jin had a lot of problems with it because of the storyline. But the, the 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 key to it is this disclosure thing, where they keep putting out different versions of reality to kind of like sucker us into thinking about them, and therefore reality is what you think about it creating them. And in this case, it was in the last what four or five seconds of this thing. The Jin is walking with the the woman who's the main character, and there's some kids playing in a in a, a school ground, and they kick a soccer ball. So the Jin turns around and he kicks it. Now a soccer ball and a C60 are, have the same geometry, but the real te- catcher to that was when he kicked it. In the frame, you can only see the bottom of a pole. Okay. And it hits the pole. And I know the bottom of that pole is what you typically see in a 5G antenna system. And that sold the movie to me right then and there is that even the disclosures themes that they're putting out there are doing as much to awaken people to another reality than the one they're trying to create. Does that make sense? Yeah, we did mention in the 5G show coming up is is um, C60 being a building block of the universe. Yep. So, yep. But yeah, so part of that disclosure thing with with that the whole some of the Marvel mythologies is being bitten by a radioactive spider, right? So another way of looking at the symbol and the form, because form follows function of the spider, is also the octopus and the hydra. So when you when you connect it to radioactivity, like what's happening now with all of these bioweapon injections and the things being uncovered by it, and we cover that Radio 5G. But uh, Karen Kingston, check her out in Rumble and recent podcasts of just uncovering the AI connection to all of these variants and, and nanotech stuff. But anyway, it, it's interesting how the inversion formula of, you know, the other side and putting that in so in your face. Right. So the radioactive component of uh, nanotech that not just injection, but everywhere does all in you know, the all frequency. Right. So, again, Shungite through the multiverse and through all of this technocracy stuff is like the sword that cuts through all of it. Another reason why the spear of destiny is is as a morphic field is in you know the Shungite um, uh, field. Right. I mean, it's kind of cool how all of this connects in a fantasy way, but it's how one a big portion of our brain operates through connecting the source. I don't know if you guys want to comment. Well, you can see another connection to it. 
because there. Sorry to interrupt, Nancy, but it goes right to the point of what he's <clears throat> he's talking about the importance of this and how it's impacting on consciousness. That's why they they spend so much time and so much energy in stupidifying people through the cell phone network, where people don't think anymore. They just believe whatever is being fed to them through the network system, because it, that's how they how they can get away with whatever they want to get away by making people don't use their consciousness, making them believe or understand what's being fed to them. Don't don't think, don't use your thoughts. Just pay attention to what we're we're going back to that, because what happens is when humans use their consciousness. They, act, they change their reality, and they don't want that. We have to find a way to bypass this so that they don't control the reality, our reality, and that's what they're losing. They're losing their grasp on reality because people are are playing now with consciousness, and they're changing the, the reality, which is the natural way it should be. Why should there be just one reality on the planet? Why? There's, there's no rules that says you have to exist in this one reality. That's what they came up with. Uh, that's why Andrew Barsis explained in the Middle Ages when they went when they went through every town in Europe and every every town in the in the center square there would be a, a, a clock. It was done on purpose, and and also those clocks are sitting on specific ley lines, so that everyone would be focused on the same timeline. One reality, one thought. So the way it was done, all it was undone, deliberate. Well, that's, that's all what, blown up. That's all blown up. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're at the end of the show here. Um, I, Mark, before you got on the uh, the call, just just to show you, okay, my part of the Shanghai, uh, the cosmic reality rules is that synchronicity is thought and action. And before you got on the call, Derek had to capture a huge spider. <laughs> and take it outside so before this this whole show even started we had the symbolism of the spider that derek had to capture and take outside we're uh at the end of the show here so derek you want to say goodbye yep yeah i had a great show i appreciate everybody being here thank you very much yeah thank you for having me yeah i'm sorry we didn't give you more time oh no it's okay the store the bird story was great and um mark why don't you give your last parting thought here yeah thanks everybody beat the glitch in the matrix and special shungite guest on radio 5g tomorrow yes yasmin's gonna be with us so radio 5g and um walt you want to say good night or goodbye thank you for having me it's uh it's wonderful to visit here every time take care everyone bye-bye we do have fun and tonight we've got a live show with Cosmic Reality, and that'll be myself, Walt, and Dolly Howard. I appreciate you all for being here. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for being here. Be safe.